took the draft order. So, this is how we're gonna do it. I spent a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it, got very excited. So, that'll go over there. This Everyone is on the count of three, put your hand in, pull out a piece of paper. Here we go, one, two, three. Oh, wow. There it this is. This is really exciting. Number oh, four. Number six. Number one. Number one. <laughs> Tim Brady, mother Congratulations. But that is not where you're going to be drafting. See the kids over there? The kid with your number is your kid. Where they finish in the race is where you draft. Huh, bitches? You, you didn't even pick your own child. That's good because she's not that fast. Dynasty, Debbie, Redraft, DFS, and Betty. Gridiron Fantasy Show has got you covered. Featuring my guys, Paul Edgington and... Derek Cook. Take it away, boys. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Gridiron Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Paul Edgington, joined by my sidekick as always, Derek Cook. Derek, how are you doing tonight? Not too bad. Got a full tummy, sitting here chugging down some water. Uh, had a decent week myself, but how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just swell. I'm glad the week's over with once again. Something to look forward to, podcasting on a Friday night with my best buddy. Makes the week so much better. Oh, absolutely. Let's enjoy it while it's still here. Absolutely. But... Pretty good week. Uh, baseball, opening day. Finally got back going. Unfortunately, I have YouTube TV, so I have not seen much baseball because they do not have MLB Network anymore. So, unfortunately, that's pretty much what all the games have been on so far. Except for, I think, one was on ESPN and was the White Sox. Being a Cubs fan, I don't really give a shit. So I haven't really got to watch any baseball, unfortunately. Damn wrong Chicago teams. Yeah, I I wish that they had better uh, baseball coverage than they did, but yeah, maybe we'll, we'll have to talk about that another time. But uh, you ever thought about getting like MLB Network? Well, we can. You mean like the like the equivalent of League Pass? Yeah. No, that would just be a waste of money because then I'm gonna feel like I have to watch a bunch of games to get your money's worth. Yeah, yeah. it's just, I, but. I did watch a decent amount of spring training with, you know, the pitch clock and everything they're doing to speed up the game does make it a little bit better sitting at home watching it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, it's funny because I was watching a TikTok last night. It was the same pitcher, and it was like last year versus this year with the pitch clock. And I can't remember exactly who it was, but he made four pitches in the same amount of time that he made one pitch with the pitch clock versus non-pitch clock. So... Personally, I didn't realize that it was that bad, but I haven't watched a whole hell of a lot of baseball, and I mean, several. It's been years since I've really paid attention to baseball, so I think I think it is moving the right way. It just sucks that it's like that's this. what it takes. Yeah, you know, you you should be able to do it in a timely manner. It's it's I don't know. You're you're taking the the pitcher was always told that you control how fast this game moves, but it shouldn't be to that extent to where it takes them two minutes to throw a pitch. No, it's just outrageous. Nobody wants to sit there and wait on you for two minutes. No. I don't know why the hell you want to waste two minutes staying on the mound doing nothing anyways. Bullshit and shaking off your catcher. I mean, it's, it's it's stupid. But it sucks that it's come to this, but I can see why it is. I mean, there's no reason an MLB game should last over three hours. No, that's always been the worst part, how fucking long they are. And 
just terrible. So now it's a little bit quicker, a little bit easier to digest sitting at home as opposed to, you know, I've been to a handful of baseball games. Never had a problem with it. You know, how long the game is, always been fun, but, you know, Seventh different stretch. Right. Of course, completely different animal sitting on your couch than the sitting in the stadium and having fun. And I think that's where baseball, I mean, this is kind of a rabbit hole, but, like, it was always America's pastime, blah, 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 favorite pastime, but I think it's getting to the, the point where the games were so long that it's it's hard to watch and be engaged. Plus, there's only, in the course of a nine-inning game, you might have maybe a handful of plays that are actually fun to watch or paying attention to that are not necessarily meaningful, but you really want to watch, like highlight plays. Right. You know, it's, it's not football where it's every play has a chance. I mean, every play in baseball has a chance, but football, every play, somebody's getting hit. It's easy to keep your eyes on it. In baseball, you can get caught in a snooze fest if it's a master class for the pitchers. I know that me and you aren't typical fans, but... You know, watching a, a pitcher go out there and throw a shutout to me and you is exciting, but to a casual fan, that's boring. Right. So. Game's definitely heading in the right direction, so we'll see how the season goes. That's where the, the money's in baseball, though. That'll never change. No. I've seen a lot of people want a shorter season for baseball, which I get. They play 162, which. It's a lot, man. I mean, there's. You know, teams play the same team three nights in a row, and then have a day off and go play another three games in a row against the same team. It's it's a grueling schedule. Yes, maybe they should look at shortening it by I don't know how much, but not a whole hell of a lot because, you know, it's baseball. It's the way it's set up to be played is it's, in series. Well, and then you don't, you don't have to play every single game. I mean, you can look at, like, what NBA players are doing and kind of have a pitch, a game count, pitch count, whatever, however you want to say it, but... I, it, to me, it'd be weird to have not have 162 games in baseball. That's what it's always been. Mm-hmm. It'd be, but NFL is now 17. It's always been 16. So yeah, there's but been I'm, talks I'm, of the NBA shortening season by handful of games. And I'm and I'm all for it if we're talking about the health and safety of players and blah, all that good stuff. But you know, they always got to make it make sense for money. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're supposed to play 82 games of, of basketball and you're paid this amount of money for them 82 games. Well, now if the season's cut down to 72 games, well, buddy, you're not making that same money. It's got to, you know, that's 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 way above our pay grade, but there's, there's discussions for it, and I'm all for it. I'm right there with you, but we'll get back into the football talk, as that's what we are here for, not the baseball. Nice little rabbit hole, though. I love baseball, man. I'd love to get more into it. I'm right there with you. I'm into it a lot more than you are, but it would be nice to have someone to talk some baseball with because nowadays not really Baseball was my first love, man. I played baseball through high school. It's just once Derek Jeter retired, I mean, it just was my favorite player. You know what I mean? It's like when Kobe retired, I haven't paid attention to basketball. It's hard to see your favorites retire. It's time to find some new blood, my friend. Oh, I liked Mike Trout, and I liked Aaron, I like Aaron Judge. Blah blah blah. I know this is we're going off in another side tangent, but yeah, for all sports, I need to find a new favorite that's young, for sure. There you go. It's homework for the weekend. Go out there and find some new favorites, new favorite team if you must. No, no, we're not. We're not switching teams. Why not? No, you're already a bandwagon for all your teams, anyways. No, no. I've Yankees, been, I've been a, Lakers. I've been a closet Cubs fan for years since before they won the World Series because. 
God damn that curse. Thank God it's over with, but obviously slowly on the way to another one. But the Cubs did look good on opening day. Boy, Mark Stroman threw a hell of a game. But back to the football. Second time. Yeah, For real. See if this one works. But well, this episode we'll be talking a little bit of Dynasty. So it's be a Dynasty episode for the week. Uh, there really wasn't too much NFL news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. Lamar Jackson still a Raven. Yeah. I guess he requested to trade all the way back on March the second, but that didn't come out publicly until this past week. And obviously, they haven't traded him. Yeah, I think haven't found a suitor. Yeah, I, I think Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I mean, it's it's gonna it's coming any day now. They did they signed Alan Lazard, right? Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's the writing's on the wall. It's just a matter of when. Um, you think Lamar gets traded? Uh, be really he's, the only way for him to get out of town. Is he franchise tagged? Or mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. I don't know, man. Who would you think? Um, I mean, that's an even bigger rabbit hole. Of where do you think he goes? But I don't know. Some team that's willing to give up two first round picks. Which seems like, at this point, with the draft so close, not many of them. I mean, two first-round picks. I, I would think that if you got him, that you would intend to to sign him long-term. But still, that's a heavy asking price if you don't get him to extend. Mm-hmm. I mean, two first-round picks for a one-year rental, you know, if it turns out that way, that'd really suck. Yeah, and you got to think, too, what kind of team that's in a window spot has the draft capital, and doesn't have the quarterback. Right. Really not many of them out there. You're talking a very, probably no suitors. Like you said, teams that are looking for just a quarterback and they have that draft capital, they probably already have their quarterback. If you're looking at the lower end of teams, why are we going to spend two first-round picks, waste all this money on a quarterback when we don't have a team around it? Right. Especially a mobile quarterback that people love to say is going to get hurt, blah, 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 shorter shelf life and all this nonsense. So why would a, te- a rebuilding team want to go out and do that? I mean, it, it could very well be nonsense. It might not be nonsense. But if you don't have a team around him and you bring him in and he has no help, you're just asking for an injury to happen. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I, I mean, I get it on on both sides. I, I don't know if he's traded. I at least not until after the draft. Yeah, I, I oh for sure. Yeah, I'd say after the draft. I'm stuck. We'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, we're not dealing with all this throughout the whole summer. I know we did a startup auction for the past month or so, and Lamar's my QB two behind Jalen Hurts. So I have, for one, do have a Lamar share, and am anxious to see what happens with him. Not really worried about it, but. I mean, just like to know. I mean, he's talented. I mean, it's not like he's just going to be replaced. But, yeah, it's just where is exactly. He and as for our usual trade segment, another dry week in our leagues. I, I know you said that before the show you traded away one of your first this year because it was late. Do you want to Yeah, swap our 111 that? for a 24 first. Yeah, so we talked about that last week. Um I think it's a good. I mean, it's a good re-roll in my opinion. Trading away a late, like you said, a one eleven for a twenty four first. Odds are you're probably going to re-roll into something a little higher mm-hmm. next year in a draft class. In my opinion, that 
is probably better than 23. So, yeah, that's what I did in that one particular league. I spammed it to pretty much every manager. 111 for a 24 first, and somebody accepted. I got a 110 for me myself right now. Any 110 through 112, I'm spamming offers for a 24 first to try to get rid of them. Absolutely, I would. Why not re-roll it? Like you said, 110, 111, 112. I mean, we went through it before, but the the rookie class this year up until about 106, 107, maybe 108, That's to me, there's a huge teardrop off after that. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to be doing this weekend, along with our buys and sells that we put on our Twitter page earlier today. So peep the show's Twitter page to find out what we put out today that we're both going to be pursuing this weekend. And that is at gridiron underscore FS, right? That is correct. Gridiron underscore FS on Twitter. That's right. And feel free to talk all the shit you want. Tell us why we're wrong. We shouldn't be selling these players or buying Trey Lance. Or selling Brock Purdy or whatever. What might have you? <laughs> Please spam it. Please spam it. I mean, Paul's a bigger Trey Lance stand than I am, but let us let us have it. Oh, I, I love it. Fuel the fuel the conversation. Then goes along with the uh, you know if you leave a review, talk shit, be more than happy to air it on air. If you, if you same thing, mention us on the tweeter. If you talk shit, we'll bring it up on the air. I love it. As far as the rating, as long as it's five stars, say whatever you want. We'll relay that message on air. Absolutely. We have the 24 class is going to be our main topic this week. Just uh, personally, I am sick and damn tired of talking about the 23 class we've been talking about for forever, it seems like, in a day at this point. Just beating a dead horse. I know we had some pro days last week and coming up, but I don't see it changing much this season with anybody. Just tired of talking about it. We're just waiting on landing spots and draft capital at this point, and that's still good three to four weeks away. I mean, realistically, your homework should be done for the 23 class. I mean, sure, landing spots could change a little bit of your opinions and whatnot, but like you and I always say, talent cream rises to the top you, talent can't be dismissed so absolutely not so I'm just just bored of talking about it we know what they are at this point at least in my opinion I know what they are at this point for what I'm looking for just wait for it to be drafted absolutely I mean it I, I would take into more consideration about draft capital spent on these guys than anything else at this point so yeah, the 23 class, like you said, feel like we're beating a dead horse. I'm, I'm personally over it until the draft. Once the draft comes, maybe we'll cover it one more time, do some final rankings or a mock draft, whatever. But yeah, the, the 23 class, we, to me, and you obviously too, we know what it is. We have our guys. We have the guys we don't like. It, it is what it is. I'm over it too. I'm ready for this 24 class. Well, that's where we're going. Keeping the train moving on the tracks. Straight to the 24 class, and as you said earlier, in your opinion, you think it's a better class, right? I think it's uh, a possibility. So the 23 class, in my opinion, like we know Bijan, and then you want to toss out a couple, you know, the the three quarterbacks, Stroud, Bryce, A. Rich, but after the, and then a couple wide receivers, you know, like JSN, 
QJ, Addison. I mean, but after that, I mean, that's five, six guys. Um, but then you go to the 24 class, you know, you got Caleb Williams, who's should be the 101 all day long. The guy we like, Rocket Sanders. I feel like the running back class is better. Because you got Rocket uh, yes. Sanders, Travion Henderson, Way Braylon better. Allard, Will Shipley, Donovan Edwards, Blake Corum. I mean, it's... Smith. Yeah. I mean, it, it just... The, the list goes on and on and on. The running back class next year is a lot better. It's deeper. It's deeper in... Man, maybe there's nobody single-handedly better than Bijan, but... Uh, Rocket Sanders and Travion Henderson, I think, are, would be pretty close up there. Yeah. Um, Let's put a pause on that. I just got a trade offer. Okay. I thought it was going to be something more interesting than this, but it is still a trade offer, so I'm excited. All right, let's hear it. I'm being offered the 303 for my Terrence Marshall. 303? Yeah. I mean... I'm not particularly inclined to shoo that away, but... I mean, you're you're basically trading a dart throw that hasn't done anything for a new dart throw. Yeah, pretty much. And with the Panthers, are you, are you still holding sign, out? Um, are you still holding out hope on Terrence Marshall? I was. I was, but now they signed DJ Chark, old man Thielen. I'm sure they're going to draft, get some depth in there at some point. So I don't know. I feel like it's kind of. Really a wash. Let's see what the good old Bible says. The keep trade cut? Yes, sir, the Bible. I'm going to pull it up on the laptop, too. Let's see. Terrence Marshall, which is worth a bag of Skittles. Is he worth five? He's worth right about the three or three. About even. So, let's see. What's my team looking like in this league? USFL could be a borderline contender, I'd say. Fuck it, I'll take it. I mean, it's pretty close according to Keep Trade Cut. It's within like ten percent. I'll take the more liquid asset. Maybe pair that. I also have the three hundred one and three hundred five. Maybe pair two or three of those together. Move up in the in the second, mid to late second. Yeah, why not? So at this point, I'll just take the more liquid asset. I, I agree with you on that one. That's that's kind of what I was thinking too. Re-roll on a new dart throw, like you said. I, I mean, the Panthers making those signings for sure doesn't help out Marshall's case. So I would I would have done what you did. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll kick it back to you, rambling on about how much you love Rocket Sanders over your Ohio State homeboy. I don't know if I love him over him, but I'm gonna put them. In my Debbie rankings, they're both tier one. So, um, overall, I got Henderson two and Rocket Sanders at four. A lot could change between now and then. I think the only one that could overcome Travion Henderson is Rocket Sanders. I don't think Braylon Allen, Will Shipley, any of those guys are going to jump up that far. But um, the running back class is deep. The QB class could be also really good. I mean, guys like Shadur Sanders, Cameron Ward, guy that we love, uh, Quinn Ewers, Drake May, JJ McCarthy, JJ McCarthy, possibly, possibly Kyle McCord, Kyle McCord, Jalen Milrow. I mean, there's tons of Jackson Dart. 
Who, hey, 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 Bo, Bo, Bo Nicks. fucking Knicks. Don't yeah, forget Bo about Nicks. him. Uh, DJU. I mean, it's Spencer Rattler, Michael Penix Jr. I mean, there, there's tons. Yeah. Rambling. But um, the only I thing just is like maybe the wide receivers, but I the top of next year's class is going to be nice. I would take Harrison or Egbuka over anybody all the in receivers this in this one. Yeah, I agree with you. Over and depending on and cut the news coming out that Xavier Worthy played the back half of the season last year with a broken hand, he might come out this year and look great. So mm-hmm. there's a possibility for three of those guys. Like you said, MHJ, Ibuka, maybe worthy to be over anybody in the 23 class. Yeah. And then- the QB class this year, I think, is a little more enticing overall. Caleb Williams is that guy next year. But once you get past Caleb Williams, I'd probably, I'd probably take the big three this year over anybody after Caleb Williams next year. Really? Probably. Dep- depends on how Shadur does. What's up with the the Drake May shade? What's up with that? I mean, I like Drake May, but I I like CJ, uh, Bryce, and now Anthony Richardson over Drake May. Interesting. Do you not? Bryce? No. Shroud? Probably coin flip. A Rich? Yes. Over May. Absolutely. So I'd probably have made my QB3, QB4, depending on how I feel when I wake up in the morning that day. Right. So, so with Shroud, I see him about equal right now. Until May shows us something else this season. But I, I don't know. This quarterback class for 23, it's just... It's not it. I don't, think, I don't think it's it either, unless you're... I think if you're an Anthony Richardson owner, I think you're pretty happy, but I, I just think his ceiling is extremely high. I don't feel like the season, the ceilings for... I think the ceiling for Stroud is higher than Bryce Young. Yeah. But Bryce Young has a very safe floor. Dude, you got to think, too, when comparing these three guys, Arich does have the most potential overall QB1 upside, whether you're... You think he sucks as a quarterback or not? He could be and Lamar Jackson. The rushing ability blows everything out of the water. For Stroud or Young to even be considered to be finishing that high, they're going to have to throw 40-plus touchdowns, 5, over 4,000 yards, yards right. to even come close to it. Right. Averitch won't have to do that. No. He, look, look at Justin Fields. Right. Look what he just did this past year. Right. That look, could with, easily be Anthony With Richardson. no weapons and no line. Yeah. The, the other guys just don't have that upside. I mean, Jalen Hurts could have did it too. Jalen Hurts has a hell of a team around him, but Jalen Hurts, without that hell of a team around him, could still easily finish the top six quarterback. Yeah. So it's Lamar, his uh, MVP season. Not like he had crazy weapons on the outside. No, never has, and apparently never will in Baltimore. Not, not in Baltimore, anyway. But my... My whole point of trying to drive home was this 23 class for quarterbacks is not where you're going to find your cornerstone guy. No. Unless you're an A-Rich fan, and then you have, a, in my opinion, a higher possibility than the other guys. Right. But a lot of people don't like A-Rich because he 
is a quote unquote shitty quarterback. He's not pro ready. But yeah. you could have made the same argument for Josh Allen years, years ago. Mm-hmm. Not saying they're going to be the same by any means, but Josh Allen wasn't ready when he came in. And the way I see it, it's very simple. If your team earned that 102, 103 that you could be taking a rich with, why not swing for the fences? Why do you want the floor guy? That They're not going to go out there and win you anything. Right. A swing for the goddamn fences. Go for that grand slam. If he sits a year, he sits a year. Well, if, if you're wanting to swing low and just play off of, like, a safe floor, then trade back to the 109, 110, and take Will Levis and get some assets in between mm-hmm. then and there. So I I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I agree. Well, looking into year two, would you rather have the possibility of a Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields type of guy on your team? Or would you rather be looking at like Mac Jones? Mac Jones, those type of guys. Right. With a solid floor. Right. At minimal upside. Again, if my team earned that earned that pick, I want the upside because that's what's gonna get my ass out of the bottom of the league. Right. Those four guys <clears throat> aren't getting you out of the bottom of your league. No. I uh hundred percent agree with you. If I was at like one oh three I would be taking Anthony Richardson all day long if he makes makes it to me at 103, which I assume he will. He should. But, yeah, 100% take Anthony Richardson. Even if he sits all year next year, that means I get a good 24 pick probably. And then I can pair whoever, say, at the 101. Now I got Anthony Richardson and probably Caleb Williams. Then, bam, look at you now. Look at you now. Right. <laughs> Plus whatever you sandwiched in between them. Right. Plus you probably had a QB one before that. Yeah. I'd imagine so. But, but, you know, for me, give me the upside. That's what's going to get you out of the bottom of the league and get you back on that winning track. C.J. Stroud going out there finishing QB 15 to 18 is not going to do it for you. No, they're right. There's no – that this QB class is not like the QB class of, was it 21 when we had T-Law, Fields, Lance, all them guys? Yep. This is not that class. Was it 21? Yes, I believe it was 20. Yeah, 21. Because 20 was the running back class with Gibson, JK and all, yeah, all those yeah. guys, yeah. which was the Burrow and Herbert class. Right. And Tua and Jalen Hurts. Right. Um, yeah, Tw- 21 class. Um, T-Law, Fields, Trey Lance. Am I missing one? Mac Daddy. Yeah, he was, Zach he was, Wilson. Zach Wilson. That's who it was. Yeah. But three of those guys are, well, two have produced, and three still got a pretty big question mark, but we both like him. so. But this class is not that class. No, not even close. A. Rich is one of them, but that's it to me. Yeah. Like you said, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young to crack the top 12 quarterbacks, we have to over-deliver. Yeah, which if means he goes that, which, to the Panthers, like that, people think, that's going to be uh, pretty tough to do for the next you know, for two, future. two, three years. Right. Um, it's hard to have great seasons if you don't have great guys to throw to. Yeah. So. That's tough. Losing DJ Moore, that's a pretty big fucking ask. Yeah, and no McCaffrey. I mean, Miles Sanders is a pretty good replacement. But you're throwing a Thielen, DJ Chark. Right. That offensive line's not the best either. 
defense is on the up and up, but they're probably a top ten defense. Right. But that's about all they got. Yeah. And that's only because uh, I think it was Matt Rule's first year. They literally spent every fucking draft pick on, on defense. defense. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. It's just luckily it's panned out for them on that side. Maybe they can do it. Maybe they change something up this year and draft all offense. I hope so. I'm moving to the Charlotte area here in a few months, so it'd be nice to have a exciting football team I can go down the street and possibly watch. You gonna stay here for your Cincinnati boys? You gonna switch NFL teams? Well, I shall not switch. But damn it, I will go watch the NFL game. Right. Especially if Bay Rich is the quarterback, then it might be tough not to switch. You're gonna you're JK, gonna, JK. You're gonna go against your Bengals who are finally good? No, never. I'm not I'm not the team hopper. Without good reason. Without good reason. It'd be a pretty bad reason if you left <laughs> now that the Bengals actually have a damn good team. Yeah, you're right. But no, I'd support the new hometown team, especially if A-Rich was there. I'd buy oh, yeah. a jersey. If, if A-Rich went there, I'd have a hard time not buying an A-Rich jersey and going to a game. Why not? Exactly. Support the local team. Especially since he'll be on a majority of my fancy teams. You better hope so. But we'll go ahead and switch it up to the tight ends. This tight end class, for fantasy purposes, is leaves a lot to be desired. We got Mayer. You, oh, you're talking about the 23, 23 class. Yes, 23. Okay. Sorry. I mean, we got Mayer, Kincaid, but he's got a lot of mysterious injury question marks around him currently. Uh, Darnell Washington, we love. A lot of people don't. What, Luke, what Luke Musgrave. The, what is with the Darnell Washington hate? I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I think because he's a oversized tight end. He's not properly proportioned for the position. Is that because he's a six foot seven freak? It uh, probably has something to do with it. Yes. So I mean, this tight end class again. If you're looking for your tight end, maybe Michael Mayer. Maybe he'll be a solid top ten guy every year. I. But other than him, I'm not getting too excited. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure fair to say. Um, I think Michael Mayer has, like, Pat F vibes to me is what he gives. Um, Probably be – top ten, I would say, is pretty safe. He's probably top eight range, personally. Um, I know he doesn't hit the analytical check marks, the speed, all that bullshit, but he can still play football. He's he, personally, I think he's a hell of a tight end. He can come in and have a, a crazy year one. Um, but yeah, I'd, if I was to hang my hat on anybody, it'd for sure be Michael Mayer. After you get past that, I wouldn't be super interested unless it's you know if one of these guys is best player at BPA. Yeah, and you look at the twenty four class. We got the monster Brock Bowers first of all, who could wind up as another Kyle Pitts. As far as top four pick in your drafts, Jatavian Sanders, I think he'll win up a first-round pick as well in rookie drafts. Probably. Uh, Michael Trigg, he's got still has some very good upside. And then uh, Jaheim Bell, Bell, I really love. Yeah. I think those four guys could be going in the top two rounds next year of your rookie drafts. Yeah, I think the, 24 tight, happy. End, the 24 tight end class is head and shoulders above the 20. You could argue this 24 tight end class could be one of the better ones we've seen. Oh, Eric Gilbert. Can't forget him. Yeah, and no matter Gilbert. what he has not done in college, he is a freak and can play tight end. Right. So he still has the upside. Bryson Nesbitt, too. Yeah. 
I mean, there's Elijah. Roy, I mean, there's there's the class is really good in my opinion. Mike, like I said, could go down as one of the best tight end classes we've seen. Yeah, especially when we're talking fantasy terms. Yeah, the top of the class is super exciting. Brock Bowers, like you said, could be the next Kyle Pitts unicorn. Go out there get over a thousand receiving yards and probably have more than one receiving touchdown. Should I'd rather have Brock Bowers over all the tight ends and wide receivers in twenty three. Absolutely, hundred percent. Especially, especially because we play tight end premium. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The same could probably be set for Jatavion and set for JSN. I'd probably rather have Jatavion over QJ, Addison. Probably everybody except JSN, yeah. I I would, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. So again, another check mark in the 24 class. Better position group there. Oh, absolutely. Pretty easily, just like with the quarterbacks. It's a landslide. Touching on running backs a little bit. Uh, same thing. I mean, I no mean, Bijan. The, the twenty-three class, the running back class, only looks good because of Bijan. No offense to Jameer Gibbs, but I would rather have Henderson, Rocket Sanders, Braylon Allen, Will Shipley probably over Jameer Gibbs. Of course, you'd rather Will Shipley. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> that's that's he's my Bo Nix, buddy. I need to take that flag Will, out Will, of your Will ass. Shipley and Jameer Gibbs. I, I it could be a coin toss. Sure, Jameer Gibbs. I think proved. Most of us wrong his last year at Alabama. To me, before Alabama, he was only a PPR machine. He showed that he can actually be something on the ground, run between the tackles, run outside the tackles, do it all. Um, but after that, to me, there's a lot of question marks. Yeah. Those three through six running backs, everybody's going to have a different set of guys. I yeah. do mean you do too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, a lot, of, and I feel like there's a ton of fucking hate for Zach Evans. And yeah, I, and I feel I like they don't appreciate it. The three, third, six, seven, eight guys is all going to be. It's going to be a mix of the same guys, but it's going to be a different order. Well, the final order I think is going to end up being whoever is drafted highest. Right. That's oh, basically sure. where our final rate draft capital. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. From best draft capital to worst. Right. So our number three guy can end up number six after the draft. Right. Just because of landing spot draft capital. Absolutely. That I don't see with twenty four class. I see more talent. 100%. 24 class has way more talent. I mean, like you said, those you four guys the notables. Just, right. Then that's not including uh, Blake Quorum, Donovan Trey Edwards. Benson, Devin Neal. I mean, uh, Meatball, Mayan Williams. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of them out there. I mean, Mayan Williams isn't on my Debbie sheet, but I he could be a late riser. Yeah, if we're talking in terms of this class, 23 class, I mean, he'd probably be a top six back. Oh, yeah. Um, Sean so Tucker, let's, let's talk about, just a quick second, what are your top six running backs? For the 23 class. Yeah. We can get over to that tab. Well, we know who the top two are. Let's go three through six for you. You got uh, Zach Charbonnet. Kendra Miller, Zach Evans, and Izzy. Damn, I just had it. Israel Aben Kanada. Aben Kanada, I think. Yeah. yeah, so he's not my number six. Yeah, I mean. I I agree. If you know Zach Evans gets the highest draft capital, he'll be catapulted to three. I've seen people have Zach Evans all the way down at ten. 
in this class. Which is, uh, to me, is extremely disrespectful. You and I were talking about it, and I kind of want to dive into this a little bit. Um, but people hate Zach Evans for the same reasons they love J.K. And I don't get it. To me, that makes no sense. Well, it doesn't. But a lot of people were... Zach Evans was a five-star. I believe he was like the second or third running back in the class. Got kicked off the high school team, like in the playoffs or something along those lines. He didn't finish the se- his senior season. So people assume there's off the field issues. Transferred from TCU, where he was never the guy. Then he was not the guy in Ole Miss, but a lot of people tend to overlook. That was more than likely part of the play in, was him going to play under Lane Kiffin. He wasn't going to get ran into the dirt. Right. I, I just think there's a lot of misconceptions about him. You know, receiving-wise, he's pretty much a zero. Pass blocking, he can use some work. But what college running back couldn't use some work in the pass blocking game? Right. But between the tackles, I think he's one of the best in the class. I agree. He can make you miss in a phone booth. He does have, I think he has the, what's the word, the breakaway speed, the long, that, that the last long year. speed. Yeah. So to run home, past home, the safety, home run ability, exactly get across yeah. the line. Uh, I mean, he's he's not a burner like uh, a chain, but there's not everybody is a chain, you know. But I I think he's respectable enough speed wise. Yeah, I I don't see him necessarily get chased down by every single safety either. No, people just he's just unfortunately the one people want to. Talk down upon this class. I, I'm i personally a pretty big Zach Evans stan. He's currently my RB5 in the class. Um, I just think it's crazy that there's so much slander on Zach Evans right now. Like, Tell he's not talented. That's what I mean. Like, It's not like it's a lack of talent. And But I feel like everybody's argument is that, well, he didn't shine at Ole Miss. That was Quinshawn Judkins. And like you said, it was probably a part of the plan all along. You know, Zach Kevins goes out there, shows he can still be effective, is still a good runner, and Quinshawn Judkins can get some looks and be like, oh, look, they got two good running backs. Mm-hmm. And then you're also saving tread on Zach Evans' tires because you know as soon as he hit the NFL, it's just going to start tearing the tread off. Yeah. You know, these running backs play through their rookie deal, get fucking hammered into the dirt 1,500 times, and then don't hit their second payday because why pay a running back a second time? Exactly. Just so. try out the new one. Right. But that's that's about it for running backs. Check mark for 24, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Fairly Um, easy. Top to bottom check mark. Bijan is over everybody, in my opinion. But top to bottom, yeah, absolutely. We'll move on to the uh, dreadful wide receiver group. Save the worst for last. When you say the worst for the 23? Mm, Yeah, I'd. I'd say the wide receiver group is the Achilles heel of both classes, actually. I know there's Marvin Harrison. Outside of top two or three guys for each class, yeah. You know, JSN is the can't-miss guy in 23. I feel like MHJ is the can't-miss guy in 24. Yeah, I agree with that. Then after them, it gets a little bit murky. There's no, besides Ibuka. Someone that I'm really excited for. 
the 24 class to me gets the slight nod. Um, and only because, like you said, Ibuka. I also, I, I like Xavier Worthy too. To, like, to me, if I were to rank, like, Debbie rankings, right? JSN, Marvin Harrison Jr. are both tier one. Yeah, maybe. And then tier two, I'm probably going Emeka, Jordan Addison, QJ, Xavier Worthy. You know what I mean? Okay. They're kind of back and forth between between both classes. But I still feel like 24, to me, has the slight nod. When you look outside the top three, too, for me, I mean, Malik Neighbors, Mar- Troy Franklin. Mario Williams, Troy Franklin. Corey Brooks. Those my, guys excite me more than... Don't mind Donnie Mitchell in there. Oh, good Lord, not again. But yeah, like you said, though, those guys excite me a lot more than, dare I say it, Keyshawn Booty. Yeah, at this point, Jalen Hyatt, Marvin Mims, Rasheed Rice, Josh Downs, I mean... Hate to say it. Check mark for twenty four. I'd say right, right. I we've been talking about this twenty three class since two thousand twenty since they were freshmen before they even were even on the field. I feel like this class is a very overrated at this point. Yes, it's 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 become to me over the last year or so very clear that twenty three class is overrated. Like you said, there's. No can't-miss quarterbacks. There's only one can't-miss running back. One can't-miss wide receiver. I'm not going to say that Michael Mayer is can't-miss. Right. You know, I mean, you got two can't-miss guys, really. The 101 and probably the 105. Yeah. You're not building... This isn't the draft class to build around. No. Next year, though, is... Handful of building blocks. Oh yeah, you could next year if you have a top four pick, you could have cornerstone piece at any of those picks. Yeah, this class just isn't as exciting as what we've been talking about the past couple of years. Well, we also were hoping that guys like Keyshawn Boutte would be that wide receiver one in the class. And me and yeah. you were going back and forth last year for a while about JSN and Boutte and. For a while there, I was doubting JSN, but then he came back from this injury, had a fantastic fucking combine for the stuff that he did participate in, and, and Boutte had, a, my opinion, a terrible season, and Malik Neighbors outshined him. Yeah. I mean, I get not having the, the best of quarterback play and all that, but to me, Boutte was a huge letdown. If Boutte lived up to his expectations and what we know he can do, you know, that might be a little more check mark for a twenty three class. Yeah, I mean I you know how much I love the booty man. He's my wide receiver eight currently. Boutet? Yeah. He could possibly swap places with Cedric Tillman and go down to wide receiver nine at this point. Um I'll still draft him in some places, but I'm pretty much out on him. I'm not I don't have too much hope. I mean I've got him at yeah, wide receiver nine, right behind Rasheed Rice. Yeah, yeah, I got him behind Josh Downs, and I'm a little bit higher on Rasheed than you are. I know that. I've got Josh Downs at seven. No, Josh Downs at six. Marvin Mims at seven. 
Rashid Rice at eight, and then Keyshawn Boutte at nine. It's all jumbled up over there. It is. But I'm I'm pretty much out on him. I am too. If I draft him, it's not going to be with any kind of high expectations. He's going to be, be a taxi a, guy for yeah, two years. He's going to be late third flyer. He'll be the type of guy, once he has that one big game, I'll be selling him for he's, whatever I can get back. This class is Terrence Marshall. That's not nice. It's not nice at all. If he exceeds that ex- if he does better than that, I will be happy. But I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah, we said um, very low expectations for him fantasy wise. Right. If he even gets the opportunity. I mean it's kinda of the same thing outside of the top three wide receivers, I mean they're all dart throws. If they're not JSN, Addison, or QJ, I'm not expecting anything. Yeah. I hate to say, but I'm probably in the same boat. At least nothing crazy anyway. Right, right. Yeah, I think overall, just what we've discussed and came up with, this 23 class is not as deep or as super good shiny as, as we all thought. The 24 yeah, class is still just a polished herd. Pretty fucking loaded. I'm, I mean, we we talked about it in 22, the polished 24 herd. class. It's that's that's what they all are. They're always polished herds. But I remember in 22, when everybody was talking about the 23 class, I'm like, y'all are stupid. You ain't looking at twenty four class. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about twenty three class. It's like you just wait until you start to get closer to closer to the twenty four class. And the day has come. The twenty four class is head and shoulders to every position group better than the twenty three class. Yeah. Yeah, that's from what we talked about pretty easily too. Not even close. Closest one would be the wide receiver group, and that's the worst group of them all for both classes, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, the 24 class gets the nod, but it's the only one that's even close. Yeah, time to start up a new league this weekend and go productive struggle and get all the 24 picks. Why not? JK, can't do that anymore. Done that too many times. The productive struggle is a, is a hard commitment because you're, like, throwing away money. Nobody Literally. Likes to, nobody likes to do that. No, no, probably. And then you're also banking on rookies coming in and hitting. And that's... Not fun either. No, no. It's Especially not. if you're a Trey Lance fan. <sighs> Trey Lance and, and Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Yeah. And they really set me back some years. Oh, I hear you. Which is unfortunate because you know very high on both of them. But no more. I, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, put the random phone ringing in the background. No idea what the hell that's about. But. All in all, productive struggles fun. Start out seeing those new shiny guys, all your draft picks, and then once they don't pan out, you're like, fuck. I do have one productive struggle team that I will be drafting Bijan at the 101 because I'm ready for him. Wasn't my pick. Is that the Foot Clan? That's Foot Clan. Yeah. That one, I went Burrow, T Law, Pitts, first three picks. And now I'm set up for, I think, a pretty big playoff run with what I have right now, plus adding. Bijan, and then I have the 105, I think, or something in that range. So I'm poised to add Jameer, Jason. Somebody in that range, yeah. Uh, maybe Anthony Richardson if he falls there. But it, I have seen both sides. It can work out. 
You just got to hit on those picks, make the right moves. That That's the big thing. Like, productive struggle on paper makes tons of sense. It's it, The hard part is execution. Yeah. Because you're taking a huge risk on those rookies hitting. You know, if, if they hit, it's easy to be set up. Like you said, you know, you got a... Joe Burrow, T-Law, whatever. T-Law, rookie year, didn't look good. He looked good last year, though. Which, yeah. for this particular league, I drafted T-Law eighth overall. Right. But that's a rookie. But that's one that, you know, luckily he hit. Or it mm-hmm. looks like he's hitting. You know, but had he not, that could be a different discussion. But, yeah, yeah it's productive stri- I mean, I've done a couple of them. I'm in the middle of, like, two. I mean, it. It's not fun. I hate throwing away money, but long game, you know, if you can set yourself back for a year or two to win for three years in a row, four or five years in a row, depending on how long you hope the league stays alive, but why not? If you, if you can do it and make the right moves and execute and, and hit on a few rookies that you need to hit on, absolutely. Yeah, no more productive struggle. Fuck it. I'm not, if I I'm not the struggle, anymore. it will be in a Debbie league. Right. To where I just go draft the 24 players I want. I don't right. need to play the randomness of the draft picks. I'll productive struggle in Debbie when I know what I have coming in exactly. Right. Yeah, I'm same same exact thing. I'm not. Out of the two leagues I am in a productive struggle, and they didn't start off that way. And they just they turned that way. But yeah. um, I'm not. I, I hate when you pick in the like nine spot area, nine to twelve on startup because that seems to be Just the feel like you're forced to go productive that struggle, right? So if I can choose not to be in that group, I won't. But I'm not gonna say never because right. my my luck will the next one we start I'll be at one twelve, and we know how that goes. Yeah, trust me, I'm itching to do another startup, but we're this close to the NFL draft. I don't want to deal with the whole kickers for draft picks at this point. Yeah, well, I don't want to draft rookies before the draft again, because right. I, I am going to lie up fuck me in the ass last year. We did it in multiple leagues. Oh, yeah, you took I don't want to do it again. Malik Willis and all the rookies last year that shouldn't have been taken. Yeah. So I really don't want to go that route. Yeah. But it's hard not. I've been doing a shitload of underdog. I've probably spent like hundred bucks on underdog draft so far. So that's uh, keep me from doing it, but it's not going to last very long. We'll just wait until the real draft's over, and then we can start up another league or two and have some fun. Two. I've already Three. got five set on sleeper. Bylaws right now. Oh. League save leagues ready to go. I'm just that's why we do what we do. We are degenerates. You know, any league you start up. You can send me an invite, and I'm 99.9% going to join it. So I'm considering doing a bankroll league. You have to explain that one to me. Uh, essentially, it's all money-based. Not is it real like, money. Is it like salary cap league? Kind of, but no. No. Not really. No, there's no actual salary caps. No contracts. Okay. Just it's all auction. All dollar-based. You get dollars for doing this, this, and this, or whatever. It rolls over, and it's all auction, everything. So sounds interesting. It is. It's a little bit more in depth than just having you know 
four rounds of draft picks that translate to auction dollars. There's more to it to that in a big role league. But yeah, it could be, you know, it could be a Debbie league where you had Debbie dollars, rookie dollars, free agent dollars, whatever. Gotcha. Just a lot more tracking for a commissioner to do. A lot more work. A lot more, yeah. That might be one of them leagues where everybody throws five in the pot for the commissioner. I've been doing commission duties for a fucking decade. I've never once been given a gift or anything at all from a league mate. It would be appreciated one day. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I'd, I've only been in leagues where you are the commissioner. I've never commissioned a league, but I know the behind-the-scenes work you do, it definitely goes without saying that it's appreciated. And even though you might not feel it, it's not fun to be a commissioner. No. If, if, it dep- depending on the type of commissioner you are. Like you, you're fucking active. You hold the league to a high standard and all the league mates. It's it's The league is run great, great bylaws, blah, blah, blah. But if you're a commissioner that just throws the league together and is never active and don't give a shit and let the league run itself, yeah, then it's easy to be a commissioner. But right. You don't care. You don't I care much team. But I won't join a league that's that way. That's why I... I don't think I'm in any league that I'm not commissioner at this point. Right. And for reasons like that, I've had shitty commissioners, and then I look at my league like, huh, I'm just going to make another fucking league, because to me it's no big deal to run a league at this point. I've been doing it for so long, and got a rhythm to it. Right. So I'd rather just make another league, run it myself, than find, you know, rely on some random person, and hopefully they're a good commission. The league's on the up and up. Right. I mean, I mean I've... Co-commission with you a couple leagues, but not sole commission anything. It's I was just there for the iron fist with yeah, the to rule with the gavel. You're uh, what is it? In the courtroom, I'm the judge. I'm the executioner. You're my fuck. What Baylor? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the name is for that cop that stands next to the judge and does whatever he says. It's not plaintiff. It's not defendant. Bailiff. Bailiff. Yeah, you're you're the bailiff. I said bailer. Bailiff. That's it. That's what I keep you around for. Right. But commissioning's not bad. It's I I enjoy it because I'm a fucking degenerate and a weirdo. I like thinking of new ways to run leagues and new rules and improvements and shit like that. I'm just I'm a fucking weirdo like that. Well, I'm fairly certain you know you come up with a new rule set, you bounce it off of me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. And then from there, it just snowballs. Yeah, right. But no, we'll get some more leagues going. I just don't want to jump the gun too early. And at this point, I would probably, like you said, wait till after the rookie draft landing spots. Because, I mean, I didn't get bit in the ass last year, but I know you did, and oh, I wouldn't. It still hurts. I wouldn't want to do that. That would suck. I'd probably never do it again. No, I don't. I don't play it on it. If anything, it'll be with drafting rookie picks. But again, I don't feel like keeping extra sheet. And yeah, at this point, let's, all just, that again. let's just wait a month. Probably going to focus on my existing teams and get them in order. Right. And make sure all my commission duties are taken care of for the keep, time being and just there's no loose ends. Do stuff to keep yourself preoccupied from wanting to do them leagues for the next month or so. Oh, but it's so there's, hard. There's tons of sports betting. Baseball just started, so be preoccupied with that. Maybe do some DFS. There's all. Uh, yeah, I've already done a few lineups for baseball. I crawled back into the DFS side of things. Just can't quit it, no matter how much I want to. 
I, I'm glad I never got into DFS. I, I'm way more into sports betting than DFS. I I am. I still am, but DFS <clears throat> scratches that itch of not wanting to. I almost started a fucking fantasy baseball league for the first time in like five years because I wanted to play fantasy baseball. Is that the first one since we did that multi-sport league? Probably. Do you remember that? Yeah, when we I remember did. That. Was it football, basketball, and baseball or something? Yeah, that was a that was crazy because we were we were in like a group me for that. Yeah, don't ask me where I got that idea from. Yeah, we had all three leagues; they all ran together, and you could trade Mike Trout for fucking LeBron, and, and you could cross trade between sports. It was one of them ones that sounded good on paper, but it's hard to execute. It was definitely paying the ass as a commissioner, especially back then. It was. I remember, yeah, because we were still on ESPN for everything. Oh, yeah. So this is pre-sleeper days, even. Right. But it was a fun idea. I mean, it was fun, but it was weird. It was. You had to manually move players and shit like that. Yeah, another one of my genius commission ideas. More more work. Pretty much. That's what all the great ideas are equals more manual work. As soon as we can get this shit automated, man, it'll be... It'll be nice. Well, even if Sleeper adds Debbie players, it'd be so much easier. Which Sleeper? Hopefully you're listening. It'd be or nice. But it, or if you already have the Sleeper, I think they call it Sleeper Picks now. Right. You know, you haven't seen it yet, but I did a little bit last last football season when I was in uh, Texas. They already have player cards for like J.J. McCarthy and all these other guys in college. Why can't we just transfer that to the fantasy football side of things or copy it within your system? You know, I'm no IT guy on that kind of level, so I don't know how hard that is. But uh, Billy Bob over here, see, it's pretty easy. You already have the players in your system. Right. Give just to us some fantasy. Just let us have some access. You know, I'm not talking C2C or where you track it all. Just give me a player card. Right. With the name. That's all I'm asking. It doesn't even have to be, you know... Michigan colored or Michigan logo, just JJ uh, McCarthy just be blank Debbie. with right JJ McCarthy QB number or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or let us create them. Even better. That wouldn't be a bad bad playbook. Now, there's easy enough workarounds, but still makes your league look funky when you get a blank IDP spot sitting there like we do. Oh yeah. <coughs> but and then we've got a. Uh, our Debbie players on the bench as defensive players. Yeah, this look scrolling through my taxi. I see fucking Dax Hill. What the fuck? Oh, Quinn Ewers. That's right. Right. My bad. Yeah, I think mine was like George Karlofkis or something. It was like, like what the fuck is like Brock Bowers? Ha ha. No, that's right. That's right. I think that uh about wraps us up for the dynasty side of things. You got any more? Final thoughts? Anything you want to bring out to the open and discuss before you get out of here? No, but I was hearing some rumblings about the Jets possibly getting Zeke. I think they shut that down. Did they? I think that was more of a, a Zeke thing. Oh, was it? That's where he would like to go. I don't think they got a fruit board. I wouldn't think so either because they've got Brees, Michael, Michael Carter. They still did... Um, fuck. James Robinson, he left. He's on the Patriots. Okay. But they still have Ty Johnson. Brought him back. Right. Zonovan Knight. 
who was very capable last year. That's I think it's just a, a Zeke wish list because the other team were the Eagles, and so far they've said they have no interest in him either. He also had the Bengals on there, which I think there could be some interest there. Definitely could be with P. Ryan gone, right? Yeah. So, as long as the money makes sense. Well, yeah. So, we'll, we'll see. I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think he could definitely help out. Give you a goal linebacker. I mean, he's always been a great pass blocker, so if mm-hmm. you're in... Just don't put him at center. No, no. But if, you know, you do you know, third and obvious passing down situation... You could help to the Super Bowl, maybe. But... For sure. That's besides the point, so we'll go Are ahead you talking about the Super Bowl against the Rams, or...? Yeah, yeah. Still haunts me. Yeah, another half a second, huh? Oh, man, oh, Jamar's just wide open for the touchdown. Damn it. Oh, I did see, um... Oh, what was it? Somebody was linked to OBJ today, but I can't remember who it was. Was it the Jets? I think it might have been the Jets. Um, I think I've heard that, too. But he was been wanting an outrageous amount for no reason. That's fifteen to twenty. Yeah, yeah. But he was also on a Rod's wish list too. For the Jets, the right he gave. So. Right. Could you imagine if he went to the Jets? I mean, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? You thinking? Uh, well, Elijah Moore's gone. So. Yeah. So we're looking at Garrett Wilson, Lazard, OBJ. Not the worst. As long as OBJ's knee's good. Yeah, I hope so. By now it is. Been quite opened up what three times? Yeah, it's been what year and month, two months. Yeah, since the injury. Yeah. So, because he hurt it in the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. against them. Yeah. And it it was he was playing on borrowed time, anyways. Yeah. He should have never been playing. Probably not. Now we see that. Right. But we'll go ahead and get out of here for this episode. So we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. And I'm your host, Paul Edgington. You can find me on Twitter at Gump7285. You can find our co-host, Derek Cook, at D underscore K-O-C-H 93. You can find the show page at Gridiron underscore F-S. So please, whatever platform you're listening to us on, leave us a rating or review rating and review we'd greatly appreciate it shoot us a tweet if you have any questions want to shoot the breeze shoot the shit just talk football we're always down hopefully you guys have a pretty good weekend thanks for listening see ya